to Let's Talk Books. I'm your host, Victoria, and welcome to quarantine, I guess. I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, Yeah, all my school learning is now online, so that's exciting. Um, Everything is closed. That's great. And the grocery store I went to last night had no meat products and no toilet paper. So I woke up super early and I went to Walmart to get everything. Yeah. So this is super exciting. And I guess it just gives me more time to (laughs) read everything. Because boy, oh boy, is things weird and uncertain at this point in time. So, anyways, as we're all sitting in quarantine hating our lives at the moment, let's talk about this week's book. And this week's book is Don't You Cry by Cass Green. And this book, the reason I was really drawn to this book is just There's like three sentences on the cover and it says one stolen baby, two desperate strangers, and one night of terror. And when I first saw this book and I read those three sentences, I was already so intrigued and so drawn in that I contemplated buying the book for like a week and then I bought it. Because when it comes to books, I have no self-control and it's bad. Anyways. So, yeah, this this book is... I don't even have, like, words to describe it. It's so good and so interesting and just so well done. And I, I for one, quite enjoyed this book. It just, there's so many twists and turns and the way the author wrote it, it's you start in the now and then you work through it, but it's kind of backwards, I guess in a sense, because you start with what's happening like right now And then as you go through the book, you go backwards in time to figure out why that happened in the beginning. If that makes sense. Um, Anyways, enough of that. Let's get down to the people in the book. So when you first open the book, um, the first character you meet is Nina. And she's middle-aged, reasonably recently divorced woman um her within like the first few chapters of the book you find out that you know her husband had an affair left her for a younger woman blah 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 um and between her and her husband they do have a son who of course they share custody over Um, And as this book takes place, her son is off with his father and 
new girlfriend, so he's not involved in this any way, shape, or form. Um, and then, so at the beginning of the book, Nina is on a blind date. Like, it's the first chapter in the book. She's on a blind date. Of course, she's super nervous. It's weird. Hasn't done it in years. And her date doesn't exactly turn out well. And so Angel, her waitress, um, kind of saves her, in a sense, from this awful blind date she's on. And so after this awful blind date, Nina goes home. She's regretting her decision, going through life, looking at photos of her husband, her ex-husband's new girl. When all of a sudden, she hears a knock at the door. And when she opened it, it's her waitress, Angel. Ha ha ha. And if you think I'm giving anything away, I'm not. This is literally all on the back. So... I'm giving nothing away. Anyways, so the weird thing is, is that Nina lives in the middle of nowhere and Angel just kind of showed up at her house unexpectedly in like the middle of the night. So, of course, Nina being this nice woman, uh, let Angel into her house and, you know, was trying to figure out what was happening. And then not but like... 10 minutes later, um, Angel's little brother, Lucas, shows up at Nina's house as well. But his story is a little more complicated. Lucas shows up with a baby wrapped up against him, and he's covered in blood. So he's a little more mysterious and his story is a little more weird and kind of confusing. Um, so yeah, so Nina, Angel, and Lucas are our three main characters and the three people we follow throughout this story. There's another guy, but he's mentioned. You don't really follow him. I think he has like half a chapter where he kind of explains his thinking, but all in all, he's not fully relevant to the story. You just need to know these three characters and then everything else and all the other characters fall into place. So this, this book, ha, huh. oh my God. Okay, so as you know, these two strangers show up at her door, she lets them in. Uh, and then Nina is held hostage in her own house for the night against Angel and Lucas. And her main concern is keeping this baby safe and trying to figure out where he came from. So as much as she wants to know, she can't press and ask questions because both Angel and Lucas are kind of not on the same side and they're kind of they're not okay and this is a very stressful situation for the both of them because they don't know what they're doing she doesn't know what's happening and it's just 
it's a chaotic mess. Really, everything that led up to this is just a chaotic mess. But anyways, as the night progresses, Nina's doing what she can to keep the baby safe and happy and warm and make sure he sleeps and she's trying to find food for him. And at one point, they do let her go run down the street to the gas station to get formula. And she comes right back for the kid. And this whole mess and this whole situation, you, as the reader, slowly figure it out as you're reading it. And you get the little suspicions of, I think I know what's happening. And then everything gets confirmed by the end of the book. But it, it really, <clears throat> it really dives into who Lucas is as a person. Because he's the one with more of the story and more of the background that needs to be told. Like with Angel, you kind of get a little bit of her background because she was raised with Lucas. And their background is super important to understanding what is happening in the book and what is going on. And I really, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed seeing them and getting to know them as adults first and then seeing their background and kind of understanding what happened to them as kids to why they were like why they're like that as adults now and it just the way the author explains everything is just so amazing and you feel so deeply for these characters like i just i wanted so much good for lucas and his sister at the end of the book and i just wanted everyone to be happy and i'd like i just i felt for these characters and i wanted them to be okay and it was amazing so yeah it's just this weird set of circumstances ended up with these three strangers being together for a full night with not knowing what to do and just confused and of course in this mix of three strangers and confusion and uncertainty um a body is found. That's about as much as I'm going to say. Is a body is found, um, unfortunately. And they were murdered in a quite brutal way, which would leave the person who did it covered in blood. And if you remember, Lucas showed up covered in blood. So, did he do it? Did he not do it? Who knows? Well, I mean, like, I know, but you have to find out. Um, I just, I just so enjoyed this and I can't even put into words how much I enjoyed this. And I know I'm repeating myself, but it just, it was so good. And it's just my type of book. And just the way that Cass green wrote the characters also is just amazing 
Like, you know, Nina is this middle-aged woman who doesn't know what she's doing with her life now. She's lonely because her son's not around. Her husband's left her. And she just doesn't know. She's in limbo right now. Like, she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know what she's doing. And she's just lost in this world. And the way he, like, explains that and kind of goes into her and her husband's, like, first starting to be together and, you know, the development and everything like that. And just how he wrote her as this, like, woman who didn't really know what was happening and just kind of, like, was pushed throughout the night. Um, And he also wrote her as this strong-willed mother who would do anything for a child, even when it's not hers. And then Angel, he wrote her as this really strong-headed woman who knew she could take care of herself but she was so scared underneath and you could tell you could tell when you were reading the book that she was so scared underneath and she she wanted to do whatever she could to protect her brother and that was her main focus was to protect her brother and to keep him safe and to keep him out of trouble and she didn't really care about anything else. Like, she had a boyfriend who, you know, she fought with constantly. And it was just her way of, I guess, showing her infection. But Angel's written as this, this hurt child who was just trying to be strong and to show a strong persona. That's the way I saw it. And it worked. It worked so well with her character and just her storyline. Um, and then Lucas. Little Lucas. Oh, okay. Um, he He's just this all-in-all hurt little boy. Like, he doesn't know how we got into the situations he did, but he did. Um, and he has so many regrets in life and he just wants to make up for them and make things better, but he can't. And he tries so hard to be strong and to be good, but he's still just that hurt little boy inside and he can't escape from his past. He he won't like let his past go and it keeps haunting him and it keeps rearing its ugly head every time. And just to, like, see the pain he goes through in this book, it was hard. Because I really liked Lucas as a character. And just to see, like, the pain that he went through, it hurt. It hurt. Um, but yeah, there's this story with these characters And how everything ties together so nicely and just so well. It's amazing. And like I said, there's so many like little twists and turns and things that you weren't expecting or maybe things you did see coming. And it's just, it's one of those stories that grabs you and really pulls you in. And, you know, you have to know what's going on and you have to know, really know 
why things happened the way they did and how all these people ended up in this one situation and how even after the night hostage, how the three of them helped each other through the aftermath of everything and how they connected and they bonded and they were just really together after all of this. Because, you know, when you're stuck with a chat with, oh my God, when you're stuck with a bunch of people for a long period of time, you either grow to really love each other or you grow to hate each other. And these three really grew to love each other by the end of this whole nightmare situation. And I really liked that. Started out as strangers, but came together over this whole mess that was their lives. And they really bonded over that. And even like the aftermath of everything that happened and, you know, the the body being discovered and the child being missing and reported missing and just how everything kind of went after that. And, you know, the hostage situation ended by, you know, early the next morning and Nina was free and she was interviewed about all of this and she didn't want to talk bad about them because they didn't do anything bad and they were just these scared people and these scared kids who didn't know what to do about this situation. And it was just, I'm going to say it again. It was so good. This book was so good. And I highly, highly recommend reading it while you're in quarantine. How are you going to do it? I don't know because I know everything's closed, but I highly, highly, highly recommend reading this. Because, yeah, just how everything worked and how everything went down and the twists and the turns and just how everything came together was so good. And, yeah, I really want to keep talking about this book, but I can't because there's just so much that I would say and I would just spoil so much of the book. So I can't. I just can't bring myself to say more without ruining so much. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so this week is Don't You Cry, which is a nonfiction, great read, mystery. It's, it's great. And I highly, highly suggest it. Um, and then next week, we are on to our nonfiction. And we are doing Into the Abyss, which is about a deadly plane crash that changed the lives of a pilot, a politician, a cop, and a criminal. And amazing thing is that this story actually takes place in northern Alberta. And Alberta is the province where I live, up in Canada. Um, so yeah. It, it was a great read. I really, I really enjoyed it. So yeah, this is going to be a short and sweet episode because if I keep talking about Don't You Cry, I'm going to spoil so much of it. <laughs> and I don't want to. I want you 
to read the book and really, really see and feel what I felt and just know what I'm talking about. So yeah, this week, don't you cry next week into the abyss. Uh, Yeah, so thanks and we'll see you next week. Bye.